Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Emily Green, otherwise known as Emily the Medium. This show is a space where I'll share my teachings around life after death, the soul, intuition, developing psychic abilities, and so much more. Together, we will expand our minds beyond what is widely accepted as truth and start to see the mind, body, and soul from a completely different perspective. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to be back here with you today. I've got a really exciting part two episode. We could consider this like our Spirit Babies episode part two, and I'm really, really looking forward to this. I had so much incredible feedback from all of you after the Spirit Babies part one episode, and just as I predicted, there was a lot of questions that were raised and a lot of curiosity, and for some people, It was the first time that they've ever heard of the concept of spirit babies or had heard it being talked about in the way that I did, which was really fun. Uh, So I had lots of great conversations with a lot of you following this um, and so on and so forth. So as we prepare for this conversation again, just a little disclaimer, we do get into all kinds of topics in Spirit Baby episodes surrounding pregnancy, loss, conception, termination, um, stillbirth, and so on and so forth. If this is a conversation that is just too raw for you at the moment, depending on what you're currently experiencing, please use your personal discernment and discretion as to if consuming the information in this episode feels best for you at the moment. So just a little disclaimer there. And before we get into today's Spirit Baby episode part two, a couple things I want to just preface this by saying I'm going to be answering some some of your questions in this episode. I'm also going to be specifically talking about the topic of termination or abortion and how that interrelates with the spirit baby connection and experience, whether that means conceiving again in the future or not conceiving again in the future, but still wanting to keep a line of communication open between you and the spirit baby. So We will be diving into that conversation. And I also really, really value your feedback. So one of the pieces of feedback that I got after the first episode was, okay, Emily, this is great. My interests are piqued by this conversation and I'm really interested in connecting and communicating with my own spirit babies, but how in the world do I do that? So I recorded a special meditation for you at the end of this episode that you can use to start to explore this spirit baby communication. I really hope you enjoy it. Um, It was really fun for me to record. I don't do a lot of guided meditation recordings, but I've been told that I should. So here we are. So I hope you enjoy that as well. And I hope that that is going to serve you on your journey of connecting with the souls of your past, present, and future children. And you can use that meditation wherever you are, wherever you're at. I really designed it so that anybody can use it, whether this is um, a parent who's looking to connect to the soul of a past child, whether this is a parent who's looking to connect to a soul of a child who's currently in utero, 
or to a parent who's looking to connect to the soul or souls of future children. So you can kind of use the meditation wherever you're at in your journey. All right. So enjoy and please let me know what you think. One last thing before we get to today's episode, I want to give another shout out to my girl, Sarah Small, over at The Uncensored Empath. Just want to remind you that if you're not already following her podcast and subscribe to her podcast and listening to all of her incredible episodes and content, now is a really good time. I just know Sarah's got some really incredible stuff planned for all of you in 2021. It's been really fun as well since the last time I talked about Sarah's show on my show. I've had a couple of you reach out and say that based on the recommendation, you went on over and listened to Sarah's show, The Uncensored Empath, and you fell in love with her and her message and all of her content, which I knew that you would. So just a reminder that if you're not already subscribed to Sarah Small's The Uncensored Empath, you can head on over there right now, give her a listen. Her show is linked in the show notes, and I hope you enjoy. All right, without further ado, let's get to this part two Spirit Baby episode. Here we go. All right, everybody, here we go. Let's get into this episode. No time to waste. Got lots of information to get through. And I talked a lot yesterday, so I'm kind of losing my voice. And so I got to make sure that I'm being as efficient with time as possible in this episode so I can answer all of your questions and cover all the topics that I want to cover in this episode. Um, Probably there will be a part three in the future. I do have the intention of bringing on podcast guests who have stories to tell about their spirit baby experiences, their experiences with pregnancy, conception, loss, early infant child loss, stillbirth, and so on and so forth. Um, So This is not the end of this conversation by any means. However, we're going to get through as much as we can today. So let's get to it. So the first place that I want to start is the most overwhelming question that I had from the last episode is, Emily, can you talk a little bit more about termination and abortion? Because this is a topic that, and I did, I did, I did allude to this um, momentarily in the last episode and in other podcast interviews that I've done that I believe that women, if not processed properly, if the, 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 the grief and the sorrow and the uncertainty or regret or confusion surrounding an abortion or termina- terminated pregnancy is not processed properly, or if it's only partially processed, or if it's repressed, or whatever the circumstance I believe that that trauma can really stick with a person for the rest of their lives and can be very, very incredibly hard to talk about as there is a lot of unnecessary shame that the, um, not, not, not unnecessary in that it's, it's invalid, um, but just shame that the, the person who has had the abortion or terminated pregnancy carries around for a lot of their life or for the rest of their life in some people's cases. And so I really hope that I'm going to be able to bring some healing to this conversation, whether this is to a person who has had an abortion or terminated a pregnancy in the past and has either gone on to have more children or has not, um, or not yet, but wants to one day. So again, just as a, as a disclaimer, this is a, a very large topic, and, and I cannot 
cover all of the different nuances of people's experiences, but I always try my best to cover everything and to kind of hit all of the angles possible. Um, but sometimes it's just not possible in a single breath to kind of hold space for everything. So I always do my best, but I, I, I um, can't always. So where I want to start is I want to tell a little story um, of an experience that I have had giving a reading with uh, abortion and, and terminated pregnancy and what happened after that. So as always, when I'm telling stories, these are anonymous and I'm removing any identifying details um, unless the person has given me express permission to share their story um, and and kind of keep their uh, details intact. So in this story, this was a couple years ago now where I had a woman reach out to me and uh, she had never worked with me before. She had heard about me through a friend of hers who is a good friend of mine. And she explained her situation. And again, not going to go into the details, but essentially she um, was pregnant very early on in her pregnancy and was quite sure from the moment that she found out that she was pregnant that it was not possible for her to keep the pregnancy. It was very clear. And I'm not going to go into the reason why um, in, in depth, but I will say that it had to do with the counterpart of the partner in which um, she conceived the child that she was pregnant with. Okay. So she she was very clear from quite the beginning that that was going to be her decision with maybe some moments where she was like, should I just keep this child? I'm unsure. And so she was very clear, but she was reaching out to me more for maybe a little bit of reassurance, but also just to help her communicate with the soul of this child who was with her and just communicating to them to let them know that she was, why she was making her decision, why she had to make the decision that she was, um, that she was, she apologized and she loved them and, and, and kind of, it was more for, she reached out to me more to help me communicate these messages to this soul, which of course she could have just done on her own. Um, but she felt more comfortable having me in the experience with her for moral support and for communication. So I sat down with her to do the session to do what she asked and to communicate these messages to this soul. And one of the first things that I remember perceiving is that this soul was quite strong, was quite protective of her, and was very decidedly a, a male identifying uh, spirit baby energy. And so I shared all that information with her and she kind of echoed back her own perceptions of this soul and said, yes, I knew it was male. Yes, you know, I felt that kind of protective energy and very kind of dominant sort of energy and 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 that's kind of partially why she wanted to communicate with the soul before she decided to terminate the pregnancy. So we talked a little bit here and there and basically it was quite clear that this child um was was meant to be hers and, and this was this was a child who is very very committed to coming through her as a mother um but understood that the father figure in the picture was not the correct father figure for um for this child. So basically leading up to the end of the session 
the the gist of it of what was communicated was he understood why she had to do what she had to do. There was no hard feelings. He was perfectly at peace. He was going to experience no pain. It was just going to be a temporary pause in him being here incarnated and that he would be coming back to her in the future. Okay, so then this um, this client then went ahead with her decision to terminate the pregnancy. And of course, there was still, even with the pre, pre before she decided to um, have the procedure, and afterwards, of course, there was still a lot of emotion that came up, a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of sorrow, even with the knowledge that the soul was perfectly at peace and understood her decision, right? So that's just, first of all, that even if we have a connection and a communication uh, with a soul and you know they've communicated through either you or someone else that they understand our decision, we are still so beautifully human. And we have such complex human emotion, and we have we are deep, deep, deep feeling emotional beings. And so, of course, she still had an emotional experience following this procedure, even knowing that there was peace with this soul and that he had already agreed to come back to her at a later date, right? So, first of all, I just want to make it very clear that your emotional experience following a terminated pregnancy or abortion is completely normal and not to repress any of those feelings and to give yourself time. One of the things that I say to women who decide to terminate pregnancies, for whatever reason that may be, is to give themselves either a couple of days or a week or multiple weeks to really, if it's possible for them, and for some people this isn't possible, but to really process the intensity of the procedure, the intensity of the emotion that's coming up, to help their body re-regulate and heal, to help their reproductive system heal, right? So um, she did all of that and she gave herself the space and she really felt things, um, you know, felt, uh, felt her feelings at the time. And so that's one of the main things that I recommend to people who are consider either considering having um, a, an abortion or, or 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 terminating a pregnancy is to give yourself time and to know that no matter what, even if you think you're going to be okay, even if you think you're going to be fine, that you're even if emotionally you think you're going to be okay, your body still needs time to re-regulate, recalibrate, and to heal energetically, emotionally, and physically. Right. So give yourself that space. And, and if emotions come up that you didn't expect after a terminated pregnancy, that's also okay. That's also okay. This is a very, very, very intense experience. And so try not to minimize it um, for yourself there. So coming back to this story, this woman then um, took the time that she needed. She continued to be in communication with this soul after he had the the conception, that specific conception contract had been ended. She continued to be in communication with his soul, continuing to say, I love you. 
I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be together again someday. Thank you for choosing me, right? So she was in deep gratitude to this soul and she was sending deep love to this soul after the procedure. I truly feel that this, that what I just described in the process that this process that that woman went through in continuing the connection and communication with this soul after the pregnancy was terminated, I believe that that is a key component to healing after terminated pregnancy that often gets missed because these children, these souls, no matter what the circumstance is or no matter what the scenario is, they are deeply, deeply intelligent souls and, and, you know, they, 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 in whatever the circumstance, they were here and, you know, they're, they were here. Right. And so, and, and, and now they're not here, but they are still their Their energy does not die. The soul does not die. They do not, you know, they, it's not like they just disappear from your energy. They stick around. Right. And then that's also based on your intention as well. So, Spirit babies are very highly attuned to a mother's intentions for a terminated pregnancy. They want to know, is that a, with a terminated pregnancy, is that a no? Is that a no, never, never, never? I never plan on conceiving again. I don't want to have children. I'm, you know, for whatever the circumstances, I'm not able to have children. Um, I, I can't carry, whatever. Again, lots of different variations of experiences here. Is it a no? So they're very attuned to the mother's intention. Is it a no? Is it a hard no? Or is it a not now? Is it a, this is just not the right time. This is not the right circumstance. And so really evaluating your intention in relationship to this soul or to this child as you're leading up to a termination or following a termination is very important. And that can really help to eliminate any kind of um, rejection from these spirit babies, especially if you intend on wanting to have children in the future, is they need to know, you know, she, she well, does she still want me? Is, she, does she, does she, is something wrong with me? You know, these are, again, these are sensitive and highly intelligent souls, and they also feel different subsets of emotion. And so just being really clear in your intention. And if it's a no, if it's a no, I can't or no, I won't, that's all right. You just need to communicate that to the soul of the child with love and with gratitude and saying, thank you for coming for the time that you did. I'm sorry, but this is just not going to work out for me in this lifetime. You know, you can state your reasons, X, Y, Z, um, because of this perhaps genetic abnormality um, that either I carry or you carry. It's just not whatever your, you don't, it's not an explanation. Um, it's not an, ex, you don't need to explain yourself, but just stating your intention can be really powerful. And we forget that we can communicate to ourselves and reassure ourselves, but we also can connect and communicate and reassure the souls of these children as well, because they need it. They do. You know, I've had I've had souls who kind of go, um, I'm the soul of, of, of a child that this person had an abortion for, you know, 15 years ago, and I want to come back. 
but I have to know that the timing is right and I have to know that that sh- that they still want me or she still wants me and and I need to kind of really hear that from them right so just remembering the intelligence of these souls and and no matter what your decision is no matter what your decision is as long as you have some and ever as long as you have some degree of communication there are no hard feelings there's no karma there's no bad karma that you have to carry for making this decision. It's the same as anything. If we have to terminate a contract, if we have to, to, to terminate a contract, you know, we might just have to kind of explain why we're terminating the contract lovingly and compassionately and clearly, right? So it's, it's really a, a key component in this conversation that I find is missing and that I think it could be so healing for people to use this component so that they don't have to carry um, unprocessed grief and trauma and pain from terminated pregnancies or shame or whatever the emotional experience is. So coming back to this story, this is a bit, you know, I'm co- kind of going off on some tangents here, but it's necessary. Coming back to this story is uh, eventually a couple of years later, um, this client who I was still in touch with, still in contact with, was in um, a relationship, a, a reinvigorated relationship, not the same with not the same partner as she was with before, and and she had cons- uh, she had uh, actually going back a step and just remembering another element to this. She had actually conceived and was excited, but a little unsure uh, of, of the timing and of the of the communication. Anyways, and so it ended up that in a very short period of time, um, in a very early stage of pregnancy, she had a miscarriage, and then she reached out to me again, and we did another session. And basically, what happened in this session is the same soul who I had communicated with a couple years prior, who uh, was terminated in that first terminated pregnancy experience was here again. And he, he also acknowledged that the miscarriage experience was his same soul. And so I asked him and I said, what went wrong? Um, what, what happened? And, you know, this is your chance and, and, and here we are. And basically... He said that that particular conception was, you know, quote unquote, an accident. It was a kind of unplanned, let's say. And so he felt that in order for him to be here, because of his previous experience being terminated, that his conception couldn't be an accident. It needed to be on purpose. This family, this client of mine and her partner, needed to choose him. They needed to say, we are trying to get pregnant. We are trying to have a child and we want you here and we accept you. And so after some healing time with that, after that miscarriage, they had a conversation, the, the partners had a conversation and they said, okay, little baby boy spirit, we love you. We accept you. We choose you. And we're going to consciously engage in intimacy um, you know, we're going to consciously come together with the intention of bringing you onto this planet. And a couple weeks later, he was conceived, he was brought to full term, and this beautiful baby boy was born in the spring of 2020. So there we go. 
that's a great example, um, or it's one example of how termination can work and perhaps what our role is as the carrier of the child and how we can work with the souls of these children to be clear and communicate and apologize and um, hear what they need to say, what they need, right? So in this case, this soul needed something. He said, actually, before I can come back, because after this miscarriage, the client said, no, I want, okay, we want, you know, we do, we want it. This miscarriage made me realize, yes, we do want to have another child and bring another child into this world. And he said, great. You know, his energy essentially was like, fantastic, but you need to choose me. You need to consciously engage every time that you come together in physical intimacy, you need to be coming together with the intention of bringing me onto the planet. Okay. So that's a great example. I love that story. Um, you know, and, and I think another thing to keep in mind, too, is that was over the course of about four or five years, right? So sometimes it takes time for these things to work themselves out, but they eventually do. The last thing that I want to say in a question that was brought up is feeling grief after a termination and feeling unworthy of that grief because they chose to make that decision. I want to address this because I want you to know if you've had a terminated, if you've terminated a pregnancy and made the decision to terminate a pregnancy and you're experiencing grief of any level or of any degree, you are worthy of that grief, no matter if you chose it or not. You are worthy of grieving the loss of a potential future, of a potential child. Whatever your experience is, you are worthy of that grief. And if you try and repress the grief and tell yourself, I don't deserve this, I don't deserve to feel this because I made this decision, it gets stuck and locked in your body. And it makes it a lot harder for this soul to get through to you and say, it's okay. I love you. Let's talk. What do you need? What do I need? How can we better communicate so that we don't you know get have a mix up next time right so the best thing that i can suggest is claim your grief as worthy no matter what your experience is and this will help you open up to potential future pregnancies if that's something that you want or not right but it will just help you process the experience through your mind and body easier and and with more uh, total healing for everyone involved, okay? So that's what I want to say about that. All right. So if there's any questions around this topic of termination, please feel free to let me know. Again, I haven't been able to cover all of it, but I've done my best to sort of give a couple of different angles and a story experience that I hope you find inspiring or enlightening, or I hope brings light to the situation for some of you. Okay, let's move on to some user or listener questions, listener questions. So let's see. My first question is, can we ask spirit babies what they need from us to parent them the best way that they need. Yes, absolutely. Um, in the meditation at the end of this episode, 
there is a prompt that essentially allows you to ask, once you're in a calm and receptive and meditative space, there is a prompt that allows you to ask them this question, hey, what do you need from me? What, what, what can I do to help bring you onto this planet whenever you're ready to do that, whether it's now or in the future? Um, is there anything that I need to work on within myself before you get here, right? So these are all things that if we can be open to receiving um, feedback on what are the best ways to parent these spirit babies or bring these spirit babies earthside, then that's a very available. And I find that most spirit babies are very more than willing to give us feedback on, hey, yep, this is what I need when I get here. You need to make sure you look out for this, blah, 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 blah. Um, there was one, I'm trying to remember the exact details of this reading, but I do vaguely remember there being one reading where a spirit baby was more than happy to share all of their views on what they needed once they got here. And basically that this, I believe if I'm remembering this correctly, it was a female spirit who was going to have a very strong, very dominant and very loud personality. And basically what she was asking for from her future parents was, don't try to censor me. Don't try to dilute me, my energy. Don't let anybody else around you, you know, friends, family, teachers, etc. Don't let them dilute me or my energy because I just need to be fully expressed in, in all of who I am on this planet. And that's what she needed, right? So you might be surprised by the feedback you get back from these spirit babies. And what I would just say is keep your mind open. Like these are, are, are very intelligent souls, like I've said multiple times, but also they're likely most of the time going to be very different from you. And so, you know, in this case, this woman was like, wow, dominant, loud and bold. You know that she's like, that's not me at all. But that was what her spirit baby, that's what she was. And so she was just saying this, um, you know, as a kind of, this is going to be me. And I need you to help advocate for me, especially when I'm younger, to make sure that I'm not having my personality and my essence repressed or that you're not repressing my personality or my essence, right? So absolutely ask and you shall receive. And most of the time, spirit babies are very willing to tell you what they need from you, okay? Um, how does the spirit baby pick their parents? Do spirit babies give signs or hints when they're ready to be conceived? Yes, absolutely. How does a spirit baby pick their parents? This is a very, <laughs> lots of answers to this conversation or to this question. So number one, um, there's a lot of different ways that I've seen spirit babies pick their parents. I've seen spirit babies with a long-standing connection to their parents, meaning that they've had many, many, many past lifetime incarnations with this parent or with this family, and they're looking to continue that incarnation cycle for whatever reason. So in that case, it's not necessarily um, them picking, really. It's just sort of like, this is what it is. These are my parents again, or you know, the, I have to be the, the child in this parent-child situation because that's what we've agreed upon in our pre-lifetime kind of contract and things like this. So there's that scenario. Um, there's also the scenario where a spirit baby is looking to have a specific lifetime experience. Maybe they are looking to be born to a family of two doctors. And so they will actually seek out the parents who represent that specific kind of um, 
career or maybe they're they're needing to live in a certain part of the world and so they'll then seek out the the energies of the parents who will best kind of um support the place in the world that they're looking to live right so um there's all kinds of different reasons how and why a spirit baby might pick their parents sometimes there's more of a harmonious connection the spirit baby's like i just love these people i vibe with them they're love they're compassionate they're kind they're amazing they're loving and i know that they're going to accept me Sometimes souls pick parents who they know that they may have conflict with and they are willingly doing this because they're looking to have a growth experience in some way or another, whether for themselves individually or to kind of light that match for the other person in one way or another. So you get what I mean. There's lots of different ways that spirit babies can pick their parents. Um, Sometimes also there are... What I've observed as well, this doesn't happen very often. This is very rare. I've only seen this happen maybe once or twice, but where a person actually doesn't have any spirit babies attached to them whatsoever, and they're actually um, kind of the, the the parent energy is here to just um, call in a soul who isn't attached to any specific parent or um, kind of parent figures, and they're just looking to kind of find someone who is going to be willing to bring them earth side. And so it's almost like you can kind of pick up, um, like, a you know, please don't find me crude by using this analogy, but like a hitchhiker, where they're kind of like, I'm looking to get in your car, or, you know, where are you headed? Oh, great, perfect, that'll work for me, let's do it, right? So um, if, you know, if, if you, like, don't feel any spirit babies around you, that's also okay. Like if you don't feel spirit babies around you and you want to have children, don't panic. There are lots of souls who are wanting to come to the planet right now. And if you so, if with your intention, with your choice, you decide that you want a a child, you can do that. You can call in the soul and you can just say, I'm, I'm, I'm ready and I'm willing to be the vessel to, to make a connection and to bring you earthside. Right. So again, lots of different ways that a spirit baby can pick their parents. So many different variables there, I cannot cover them all. And then the second part of that question was, do spirit babies give signs or hints when they're ready to be conceived? Yeah, honey, absolutely, 100%. Um, they're, 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 you know, they, they, they're not quite subtle when they're wanting to get here. And sometimes they'll only give us a couple little signs or hints before they're just like, you know what, here I come um, on my way, right? Um, but 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 I find that that any of the guesswork surrounding this conversation, signs, hints, when they're ready to be conceived, can really just be remedied by having a consistent and a daily connection with your spirit babies. So there's not really any, um, you know, question marks or guesswork or like, are they ready? Are they not? Do I need a sign to confirm that they're ready? Right? This kind of thing. So you get the picture. Um, the, the the another question here is, what if you don't want kids? but have a spirit baby connected to you? Oh, this is such a good question. Yeah, so here's the thing. We live on planet Earth because we have free will. That's why a lot of souls are magnetized to planet Earth, which means we have free will, we can make decisions, we can think that we're gonna go one way, we can change our mind, and we can go a totally different way. We have the three. We have free will, we have the power of choice, and we have the power of our own personal decisions. And so, you may have in your before you incarnated on this planet you may have made a contract with the spirit baby and said all right sugar you know we're going to get together i'm going to come into your world when you are x age at x point in your life and you know we're going to you're going to be my you're you're going to be my parent and then you get here and you start living your life 
And because you have free will, you decide, actually, I don't want children, whether that's based on your, you know, just because it's a preference, whether that's based on your um, financial circumstances, whether that's based on, um, you know, your whatever, whatever the reason is for not wanting a child, it's all gravy. There's no hard feelings, right? I believe that that's another movement that we're moving in is people who are going, they don't feel societal pressure to have children because they just don't want to. And that being totally normalized and okay, that's totally okay. Right. So anyway, so, so there's a fear baby connected to you. You don't want to have children. That's all good. You have free will. What I would suggest is that you can either keep that line of communication between you and that spirit baby open. You can say, listen, um, I come onto this planet. I've decided with my free will that I no longer want to conceive in this lifetime. Thank you for your understanding. I'm sorry that I'm not able to fulfill my end of the contract. Um, I'm happy to keep, you know, this line of communication open with you, or I'm willing to release you from my energy so that you can have the chance to go incarnate with another family. So you can actually release the spirit baby energy from your field. Um, I would be careful with this and mindful of this and kind of make sure that you really feel solid in your decision before you do this, because it is like ending a contract with a soul, right? And then you're releasing them and freeing them to go kind of find another family who might be able to hold their energy just as well as you had, or just as well as you could have, right? Right? So just keep that in mind. Um, that's just kind of a suggestion of something you can do. Again, like I said at the beginning, just keep that communication open. Be clear and be clear with your intentions, right? Um, whether that's you're talking out loud in your mind or you're talking out loud, you know, verbally here of, of a way as a way to communicate that. Okay. All right. Um, can spirit, this is, this is a good one. This is a good one. Basically, the person that's asking, can a spirit baby who's planning to come into your family decide not to and change parents? Um, the answer is yes, because of what you, and honestly, just kind of hinging on what I just described in the last question, right? It is absolutely possible. However, it's not as common if we've made it very clear that we have an intention and a connection and a communication to um, to kind of bring this soul earth side. If we have thought we were maybe going to have another child, but you know, now we're not so sure. Like for a lot of people to jump from two children to three children, there's a big question mark there for a lot of people. Are we going to stick with two? Are we going to have three? What are we going to do? Right. Um, there's some souls who are okay with it just being a possibility that they might, um, you know, that they might incarnate through your family. And they're okay with just being, you know, it's possible. They're there if you want them. And if not, they they may be ready to kind of move on. So short answer to your question. Yes, it is possible that spirit babies who are planning to come through to your family um, won't and they'll change parents. However, I feel like this question is coming from kind of a place of, of, uh, worry in a way of like, oh my gosh, no, you know, are they going to kind of like, you know, I'm taking too long or I'm having too much trouble and they're going to kind of like jump ship and go go to someone else, right? If you're clear in your communication and your intention and your connection, that won't happen. If you're consciously releasing them and saying, you know, I'm no longer wanting to have another child, then that's another story, right? Because then that soul is then free to go if they still have plans to incarnate or if it could still serve them to incarnate through another family, then they'll, they will go and they will go sort of seek out another family to see if another family can hold their energy just as well as you could have. Right. So, again, 
we got free will. We got choices, everybody. Nothing's set in stone. Things are constantly changing. Our decisions are constantly changing. The world is constantly changing. Our, you know, wants and needs are constantly changing. So truly nothing is set in in stone. There are some things that are maybe more highly probable, um, but nothing is truly set in stone in the world of spirit babies here. Okay. Um, another question here. Babies that have passed in a stillbirth, will they come through every time? I think this person is asking um, if they will come through in a reading every time. And it all comes back to your intention. If you have the intention to connect with a child who passed through a stillbirth in a reading, then 99.9% .9 of the time, yes, absolutely, they will come through. It all has to do with your intention. If you're if leading up to the reading, you're saying, you know, I want to hear from you. Thank you for coming through in this reading. Um, I, you know, I have questions for you. Then they'll use their energy effectively to come through to me in a reading. Yes, absolutely. Um, there. I think, I hope I answered your question. I think that that's what you were getting at with your question there. Okay. So that's actually all I had for questions. Um, and before we finish up this episode today, and before I turn you over to the guided meditation to hopefully help you have a deeper connection with your spirit babies and continue to connect and explore this realm, um, I wanted to share some stories of, you know, my little successful kind of spirit baby stories here. Um, and, and, you know, um, some of these are some of the stories that I share here and some of the people that I will bring on. It's they've had, you know, uh, experiences of conception and loss or wherever they fall. Um, and maybe they are currently pregnant or not planning on getting pregnant anymore. Um, these are all successful in my opinion, because, um, you know, there's consciousness around it. There's, 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 there's conscious conception communication that's happening here and there's love and there's self-forgiveness and there's forgiveness and there's peace. And that, in my opinion, is successful. If we can all be a little bit more peaceful and feel more at ease with any past experiences, present experiences that we've had surrounding pregnancy loss, conception, termination, then that is successful in my opinion. So I want to share a couple stories. Um, first of all, I got permission to share all of these stories. So um, I'm not going to omit some of the details that I normally would. Um, so the first story that I want to share is from a beautiful friend and client of mine, Kristen, who's actually been on this podcast before. Um, and so she has two beautiful daughters or uh, has two beautiful daughters. And there was some question as she was leading up a couple, you know, a little while ago of, okay, are we going to have another child? Is this going to happen here? You know, is it going to be two or three, which I mentioned earlier, right? Is, um, is kind of the jump from, from two to three is, is kind of sometimes an interesting one for some families. And so there was quite some questions around it. And, and at this time, this, this, um, wonderful, uh, friend of mine reached out to me and I did a reading for her, a couple readings actually surrounding this topic of having a third child. And as we were connecting and communicating, um, there, you know, this was a, a boy energy, uh, in spirits. And he also incarnated as a male, um, baby, his name is Jackson. Um, and, and so, you know, but he was, he was, he was, it was funny because Chris and I were talking about this a little while, a couple of weeks ago where she said, you know, cause when I was doing the reading for her, um, uh, I was, you know, kind of like, okay, like, he, you know, he, he's very much up to you. He, he, he wants to, you know, 
kind of um, uh, make sure that you're comfortable and this and that and, and that you make the decision and nothing's set in stone and this kind of thing. And so I think that that's really kind of what Kristen needed was just to hear, okay, I can make this decision and I can decide and I have free will and I decide if I want this third soul. And so in the end, her and her husband did. And they brought this beautiful Jackson into the world in September of 2020. And so that's just cool because she's starting to see now as he's uh, kind of getting older and seeing his energy and his personality, how it kind of matches up with how we perceived him in spirit beforehand. So that's a fun little success story. It's one of those things where I think, you know, it's like you can't she can't picture her family without this beautiful um, boy soul now. And they've got a beautiful family of five. So that's a really special story for me. And uh and Jackson is just like, you can just tell he's got so much wisdom that he's going to be given this world. Like you just take one look. Oh, my gosh. Like he's a little a little sage, a wise old little sage. So, so wise and has so much wisdom to offer our, our planet. So can't wait to see all the amazing things you do, Jackson. And I know he actually listens to the podcast. So hi, Jackson. OK, um, this is actually like a, a whole thing. People tell me like, oh, I play my podcast like for my baby or for my kids or for my dog. My cousin, actually, I'm going to give her a little shout out here, too. She plays my podcast for her dog, Millie, who's a rescue dog, and she was having some anxiety. and. And my cousin would put my podcast on. I would start talking and Millie would just like get all relaxed and finally, you know, settle down for a nap. So um, I find it very hilarious and satisfying that people's babies and, and, and animals um, like listening to me talk. So it's very flattering. So that's it for today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode so much. And I hope you found it enlightening and exciting and illuminating and all of the things that it could possibly be for you. Again, I recognize that there still may be questions raised after today's episode, so please feel free to send those my way. DM me, send me a message, share um, whatever questions you have, and maybe we'll do another episode on this topic in the near future. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Please enjoy the meditation that's going to start right after this segment ends, and let me know what you think. All right, everybody, talk to you soon. Come to relax in a comfortable seated position. Adjust yourself in your space as you need to. Maybe roll the shoulders, the wrists, your ankles. Open and close the jaw. Roll the neck gently, making space in the body and the mind to experience this meditation to connect with your spirit babies at the fullest capacity. When you're ready, you can come to rest Maybe seated with your legs crossed, laying down, seated on a pillow, seated with your back up against the wall. Wherever feels most comfortable to you, come to rest there now. And we're going to start with a breath pattern that's going to start to help us to relax the body relax the mind 
and clear out the aura so that we can have the highest potential for connection with the energies of our spirit babies in this meditation. So we're going to start by taking a nice deep inhale through both nostrils. And you're going to exhale, sigh it out. <sighs> Using the audible sigh to relax the nervous system, to relax the body. I'm really using this breath as an opportunity to clear out any fear from the aura, any trauma of past experiences that may be blocking your connection, any uncertainty, any worry about what's going to come up or what's going to be said, making space in your mind and your body for the frequency of love and connection. So I'm going to give you a couple moments now to breathe with this pattern, inhaling deeply through both nostrils and exhaling with a loud, audible sigh through the mouth. Ah, until you start to feel the body and the mind relax. heart center and bring your right hand over the belly button. Take a deep breath with these hands here, connecting into these centers, using your left hand to feel your heart. Our heart and our heart chakra is such an essential energetic location that we can use to connect with the energies of the children who have been here with us, who are here with us, or who will be here with us. Don't underestimate the power of your heart, the power of putting your hand on your heart and taking a deep breath and dropping into a connection 
with these souls. And next, I want you to feel the connection of your right hand over your belly button, over this sacral chakra, which is another very essential energetic location that helps us feel more connected to the energies of our children. So just breathing here for a moment with your left hand over your heart and your right hand over your belly button. And just starting to energetically, physically, emotionally, and mentally prepare yourself for the potential of having a connection with the souls of your spirit babies in just a moment. And a couple of things to keep in mind as you continue to rest your hands over your heart and your belly is that you are going to be communicating with incredibly intelligent energies who are just as eager and just as excited to connect with you and communicate with you as you are to connect and communicate with them. Also remembering that the souls of your spirit babies have unique and individual personalities and that if you will be communicating with multiple souls that it might take you a moment to discern their energies. So just be patient and keep your mind and your heart open to whatever the experience will show you. Also remembering that there are many different kinds of spirit baby communication or a way that a soul can connect or communicate with you. Your experience might be telepathic. These things may just link into your mind. This communication may just link into your mind telepathically. It may be visual. You may actually see the faces or the energies of these souls. It may be purely emotional. You may have a rush of emotion as your spirit baby starts to connect and communicate with you. You may feel like you need to cry or release, or you may feel incredibly joyful. That is a connection. And lastly, keeping in mind that your experience with your spirit baby may actually be most prominent outside of this meditation. Perhaps you're asking them to send you a sign or a symbol that you see in the days following listening to this meditation. Keeping your mind open to all of the various different types of ways your spirit baby may want to connect or communicate with you and knowing that whatever your experience is in today's sitting is absolutely perfect. ready to start initiating spirit baby communication if it hasn't happened for you already. Asking your mind to stay open and your heart to stay open to whatever your experiences are today. First, let's welcome this soul into your energy wholly and completely. Welcoming the spirit baby energy or energies into your aura 
I want you to repeat after me. I welcome and acknowledge you. Thank you for being here and thank you for communicating with me clearly and lovingly. Now that you've initiated and asked your spirit baby or babies to come into your aura, pay attention to physical sensations that pop up in your body, imagery you have with your eyes closed in your mind, emotions that all of a sudden overtake you. Just sit with these for a moment. Once you've had some time quietly creating a connection with your spirit baby, if it feels good to you, you can start to ask or initiate some questions that you may have. Or you can continue allowing your spirit babies to show you whatever it is they feel you most need to know. these questions and repeat them after me either out loud or in your mind. To the souls of my past, present, or future children, what do you most need from me right now? the souls of my past, present, or future children, is there any important messages you need me or my partner to hear at this time? If you are currently trying to conceive, perhaps you can ask the souls of your children if there's anything that's preventing them from incarnating there's any help or reassurance that they might require. Maybe you can ask them details about their mission, their purpose, their gender, Whatever feels good, try not to get in your head about it. Just let them show you or let them impress the feeling upon you. 
asking if they have a specific sign or symbol that they might use to communicate or connect with you or any other member of your family. Ask them to show you or give you that sign or symbol clearly now. And I'll just leave you with this these last few minutes to continue and engage in conversation and communication in whatever way feels best for you at this time. Asking any questions that are present for you or have been present for you. And allowing yourself to receive the clarity that you're looking for. their energy and their eagerness on this day and vowing to keep your heart and your mind open to their communication and connection from this point forward thanking yourself for your willingness and your openness to come back into the body, open your eyes, and enjoy the experience. Have a beautiful day.